0: and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. In this episode, I just want to touch on what to do when you're triggered. And this is really more for the audience that has ears to hear like moms have experienced trauma or whoever's listening to the sound of my voice who's experienced trauma. Okay. Experienced trauma. Now I'm not an expert at trauma. I'm not a psychotherapist, a therapist. I know what I've walked through. And sometimes I feel like experience and like meeting God in that and God showing us, you know, what to do to help others. Like really is others. Like my testimony could be an other person's pathway and road to their own testimony. Okay. So again, I'm not an expert. There's that. However, I just felt like he dropped in my spirit. Um, actually because of last night, uh, yesterday, I had a conversation with, um, some family members and in the past, I just realized after that conversation, oh my goodness, in the past, I would have went to very bad places in my mind. But God, it must be, I know he is, but he's must be doing such a work in me and the healing that I've really pressed into the last couple of years. Thank you, God, for fruit, right? Fruit is like, for me, if you don't know what fruit means, like, really the Lord, um, the fruit that remains is like the fruits of the Holy Spirit are evident. And when, in the past, when I would have been triggered, it's... I, I wasn't so evidence of healing let's call that fruit is evidence of healing if you don't understand that language which is totally okay because sometimes I use language you know that <laughs> you might be like okay what what is that so what to do when you're triggered and this comes up because like I was saying yesterday there was a situation with family and in the past because of my experience and I'll share with that in a little bit but because of my experience in the past I would have just went to a bad place whether it be emotional eating or in bad in my thoughts um, not not really healthy places, uh, been out of the present moment, okay? So things, things that I did to cope from being triggered from trauma used to be just not being present, like checking out, going wherever in my head, um, scrolling, uh, not so much TV as much as I really love movies, like good movies, but um it would have been just anger outburst. It would have looked like I said emotional eating, right? That was a big one for me. Sometimes still creeps up. And other just things, taking it out on somebody. Um, projection major. And so yesterday during this time, I went off a little bit and I was just like, but why? This why did this happen? I don't understand. And then I took a break and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna eat dinner and we're gonna get back to this. And Literally, I just, in my spirit, because we're spirit, soul, and body I was fixing dinner up, like finishing dinner And I was like, holy spirit, like SOS right now Like SOS, okay I need help I don't, I'm getting even, ooh, I can get emotional too Like how far he's brought me And then just, but I do have the emotional, like the residual emotions from yesterday The frequencies and stuff, or whatever that is But I was like, holy spirit how do I handle this? How does a healthy Miranda handle this? What is heaven saying about this? And in a nutshell, without going into detail, our children just explored or did whatever where they know they shouldn't have, but the enemy (laughs) set them up for failure, right? Because he wants our children, right? And so in my spirit, I just felt like the Holy Spirit showed me, was this this booming voice? No, but it was like this gentle calm came over me. And he's like, it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance, men, women, children, let's fill in the blanks. Okay. And I was like, then help me represent your goodness, please. Like I was desperate. Okay. So I'm not lying. I was like, Oh Jesus, this has come up in my past raising um, a single child with addictions. And I was a single parent raising a child with addictions that no parent should ever have to experience. And it was a setup by the enemy because When a child's boundary is crossed at a young age and a a single parent, right? Like at a place where I didn't have access to, and I'm not going to go into detail or blame anybody, but it was a situation where I entrusted a family member, bad things happen. Okay. So, and I'm going there. I'm going there. Why? Because people are suffering silently and no one's going, Hey, I've been there too. Come to this side. This is what the father did for me. I'm going there because I don't think people should have to suffer in silence and be just carrying on with masks upon masks of just hiding their pain and let's cope now. Guess what? It comes out. Somewhere it comes out. Somewhere it comes out. And if it doesn't come out in this generation, the enemy wants your 10 generations from now, okay? People knew about this in the past. See, I won't go off. He wants your generations. It's not even about this generation. Yes, it is because if he can get that door, he can get, (laughs) he can get you to sacrifice this, do this, give this. And I'm like, not in my generation. Once I was, of course, uh, opened eyed to it. I asked enough questions of heaven. I asked enough questions, pounded on the door, being like, why is this pain happening in my life? And I asked enough questions. I was pounding. I was like, no, I'm not letting the enemy steal from my generation. You said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. You said, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and you give us life abundantly, Lord. Yes, I've gone there with the Lord. I've battled. I've wrestled. Mm, not proud of it. Also, I think we're okay too, right? Because he stole 10 generations ago is why I'm dealing with sitting in poop, and I want my poop cleaned up. Okay, so let's go back. So I've been through things that people probably wouldn't get through mentally, you know? And because of some of these incidents, when I was... 26, I can't remember right now, maybe 23, then I went on antidepressants. Nothing wrong with that. It's a bridge. And I'm not even going to go there, like I said. But I'm not an expert, but I was on antidepressants because I could not handle anything else, any more ta- traumas. It was multiple trauma after multiple trauma. Not only a divorce from a, et cetera, abusive husband, um, That, but then a single parent thrown into a single parent realm. So with multiple traumas continually happening. It was just crazy. So I went on antidepressants. I saw a therapist. I'll go into that another time. And as I was doing that, it just kept pushing down, 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 trauma down, pain down. Nothing was being dealt with. I didn't have the tools, skill sets. I didn't have the mindset. Uh-uh. So repeated, right? Repeated things kept happening. Well, I want to get around to this. I'm bringing this back around. Um, what you don't deal with, right, will be transferred somewhere else or what you don't deal with, what you don't heal, what you don't allow the, the Father to heal, you're never alone in this, will be transferred in some way, shape, or form. And I encourage you to just, as Holy Spirit, I should say, brings up stuff. There's a reason for those outbursts. There's a reason for physical pain, 80% usually, is spiritual, It. it the research, you know. If you want to really um, find some interesting stuff, go to heartmath.com. Years ago, I looked into HeartMath. I was led to it. Uh, they have proven things from our heart. They've proven. Science has proven it. But anyway, I digress. Thanks for hanging on there with me. When you get passionate, you get off track. But anyway, so here we are. What to do when you're triggered. I'm going to go back. Thank you. Lord just reminded me. So I was like, Lord, Holy Spirit, please help me. Father, how do I get through this? And he's like, it's the goodness of God. And then I just sat down with our our children and I was like, hey, um, beloved, <laughs> you are so precious. You are so... So in a place where there could have been shame, the enemy wanted shame, guilt, and condemnation, which breaks people, etc. I was like, the Father's heart is for you. Daddy and I's hearts are for you. And when you do this outside of our protection, the enemy has access to you. Okay, seven and eight, are they really understanding? You know what? Their spirits are. Okay, so I'm speaking to their spirits. And I'm also giving them tools to be like, this, what can you do next time? And they're actually figuring out the tools and I'm helping them along the way. So I got done with that conversation and I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, emotional, but I didn't do, I didn't release emotions till like this morning. And I was like, Lord, I would have like freaked out last time. Like me, and I did in the past when the enemy would just push his thumb on that pain or that bruise, I would be like, oh, I'd freak out, right? Coping mechanisms, whatever you want to call it. And this time... I was like, nope, I want to know what heaven says. The Lord's always like, come up higher, come up higher. How? I don't know. Just fine. Spirit, my spirit, let's go to heaven. Let's see what heaven's saying. Let's go to heaven. What does the word say? That's coming up higher over your situation. So I want to go into what to do when you're triggered. Okay, deep breaths. I mean, even take a pause from it if you can. Some people can't right away. That's okay. Deep breathing deep breaths, get that oxygen flowing, really recognize. And I'll say that again, like you are safe. So deep breaths. Number two, recognize, do the best you can to bring yourself around. Recognize you are safe. Now I had a reminder, the hardest time, and I might've mentioned this before in one of the hardest, one of the hardest times in my life, a couple years ago, so many hard times in my phone, three times a day, instead of goals, like I had goals before, and I literally was like, no, I need to switch them out. I'm safe, I'm loved, and I'm in my father's house. Okay, so my friend Jessica from WellMade Wellness website, she was a mentor that time, through that time, with um, helping me with the root cause protocol. And before that, hair, blood, uh, hair analysis, tissue analysis test, that thing, and so I would reach out to her because emotionally she deals with women on, or helps women and like a whole spirit, soul, body thing. And emotionally I was like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, you're safe. You're loved in, in the father's house. And I'm like, right. Okay, right. Thanks. But if I want to change something in my life, I need to do something different. Okay. Or I'll get the same repeated everything. So I put in my phone, 7, 12, 7 o'clock, 7 a.m., 12, and then 7 o'clock p.m., I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm in my father's house. It was a constant reminder to keep before my eyes, what is truth? Big T truth, not my little T truth that really tried to override everything in the opinions I had, Lord goodness. Well, those opinions were formed through pain. Those ideas and perceptions were formed through pain, through painful lenses, okay? So deep breaths, recognize you're safe, and I had to put my phone, I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm in my father's house, you know, in rest, in recomp- um, in rest. Okay, can't think of that verse right now. Now, another thing to do is journal, goodness, voice journal into Google Keep or uh, voice recording or journal writing, which is so powerful to, for the brain. But I don't know some people aren't journalers. I mean, if you are able to, like deep down, you know, you are really journaling is very powerful tool. Why? Because it helps you see patterns, like patterns will emerge. Things will come out of things, uh, you. And it's so powerful because it's almost like a, not a subconscious tool. I don't know a lot about those, but like, it's a way that you just get to flow and get the water. Now the murky waters come out first, you know, journaling, just anything that comes to mind. Well, then the clean, pure waters flow, if that makes sense. Like first the yuck flows how do I say that? Nothing is shameful here. First, the stuff flows and you're like, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, let's get deeper. Let's drop into my heart. Like even before that, if you're a person that needs a tool or an exercise, I put my hand in my heart and I'm like, okay, Father, I drop into my heart. Miranda, let's drop into my heart. Now put that on speakerphone. Write it out. What is that? How is my heart doing? Great question. Here's a couple questions for you for journaling, journal prompts. How is my heart doing? Now I'm put, using that in first, part, like my heart, not how is your heart doing. But I do ask people time to time, especially in coach calls, but how is my heart doing? Who am I angry at? Or am I angry at someone? Or, right, because the who am I angry at sounds like I'm saying you're angry, but you get the deal. Like, am I angry at someone? Um, Another question, how am I feeling? Or, Let's unpack that situation that happened yesterday or 10 years ago, if the Holy Spirit's bringing it up. And another really powerful tool, um, question is, what thoughts keep popping up continually, right? What's kind of haunting you or hounding you? or um, What thoughts keep popping up? Right? So another so just repeating, how is my heart doing? Who am I angry at? How am I feeling? Or am I angry? Okay, another one. Who do I need to forgive? Come on now, somebody. Come on. What thoughts keep popping up continuously? Now, if you can take, wow, this is just, I wish I could do this a long time ago. A non-judgmental approach or view your situation you're going through or your childhood, what you've gone through from a non-judgmental point of view perspective where you almost like step outside your, but you're like. Out, be you're aside yourself or you're listening to a friend tell your story or something or what's going on with you how would you what advice would you give them but you're non-judgmental because then the emotions kind of are out of it and you're able to see I just I just think non-judgmental point of view or perspective of yourself in your situation allows grace to flow allows oh compassion to flow oh my goodness who is hungry and needs? grace and compassion over themselves. Now, there's something on this because I just got this heat through me. Wow. Somebody needs to hear this. I need to hear this. And I needed, I need a reminder. Okay. Like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to give yourself permission to heal, to give yourself permission to not be okay. It's okay to give yourself permission, and it's so wise to give yourself permission to just have space and room to heal. But when I said grace and compassion, not only the frequencies of those words are, like, washing over me right now. If you... I sometimes envision myself going to a pool, whatever, like in the Bible they did that, got the water. But I'll go into, get this cup or whatever, I'll go into this well or this pool and just, like, get grace and compassion and just see myself pouring it over myself. I'll do that with wisdom because that's what the Lord showed me some one time. And I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, I need wisdom and spirit of wisdom. I welcome you. Okay. A little off topic, but I'll go and like, he's like, drink from the well of wisdom. And I'm like, there's a well. Okay. I'm going to go take a cup and I'm going to drink, but going back to grace and compassion. If, if some of you like me have been, hating on yourself and unloving, like not loving yourself and really damning yourself, condemning yourself. I just, what, putting yourself in a prison or someone else did, and then you'll just continue to beat. That shame, guilt, and condemnation cycle is, sometimes we don't see a way out. Okay. Shame, guilt, and condemnation is from hell. Grace, mercy, compassion, love, from heaven, from the Father. I want to be under the spout in the fountain of grace, mercy, and compassion. But when you don't love yourself, when I didn't love myself, I won't say easy to do, but man, man, there's setups all the time to not love yourself. From childhood on, it's like when you don't, when I didn't love myself, I didn't see there was a different way <laughs> to do things. Like tunnel vision, Right? tunnel vision because if I focus on how bad I am and I don't love myself and oh like drowning in the junk then I don't have I don't see there's a way out there always was that way out there always was that way and I just I'm not even saying I'm a proponent of going back in your past okay I'm not saying that but if I don't heal the things keeping me hindered and the Holy Spirit knows which is awesome that if there's stuff keeping me hindered from moving forward. Why can't I step forward? Why can't I write the book? Why can't I uh, be nice to my kids? Why am I uh, angry with Albert? Like these things aren't just there because the Lord's a mean, he's a mean daddy and he's just, they're not there from that. Trauma, fear, anxiety, stress, like that is keeping me stuck in this realm or this space that I can't get past. So let's circle back around to <clears throat> what to do when you're triggered. Deep breaths, recognize you're safe. I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm in my father's house. All will be all is well, all will be well. Uh, a statement that it <clears throat> it comes from my heart. Okay, this isn't like blah blah. But at first, if I'm retraining myself, okay, if I'm retraining myself and choosing different thoughts and Dr. Caroline Leaf, okay, hello expert, and retraining my brain and the neuroplasticity and all that, then I'm going to need to choose. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm in my father's house. And guess what? The child of God, Miranda, does recognize that that's truth, even if I have to go, Miranda, that's truth. And then my other parts, I don't feel. I don't feel that. No, 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 Miranda, that's truth. Okay. So I'm choosing. We're choosing. We, right? We have to talk to ourselves sometimes. We're choosing to believe this. Okay. Fine. We'll see. You know, that was a lot of my inner inner talk. We'll see. Talk about broken trust, right? But it's okay compassion, love, mercy, grace. Ooh, just look, just feel that. It's okay. You can do that even if no one ever has done that for you before. Compassion, mercy, love, grace, being okay with not being okay, but not staying there because you know you're not staying there because something in you and something in me knew there's got to be more than this, what I'm experiencing. There's more. And heaven, and the Father, and my dream team, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, was whispering, beloved, there's more than what you're experiencing. Like it was a such a small whisper. It was such a quiet, subtle whisper. There's more. And I was like, there's more. Okay, that's my light. That's my lighthouse just for even this season. Just get through just thinking and being aware there's more. Um, I just want to close by praying with you. I hope this blesses somebody. I know this blesses somebody. I don't have to hope. And um, I'm just going to pray with you, and then we'll close. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Father God, you are a good Father. And you give good things to your children. And you've come to have life and give us life abundantly. And I pray those within the sound of my voice start shifting into the realm of love and compassion and mercy and grace on themselves. When they fall, they just get back up. When they, they understand failure is not failure, it's information of what to do differently next time. Father, those, those are just entrenched in shame, guilt, and condemnation, that cycle. I break the power of the enemy over their lives in the name of Jesus. And I speak to your spirits, come out of darkness into the light. Father has called you out of darkness into the light by his stripes you were healed. God, I thank you for being the God of the process, the God of their breakthrough, El Shaddai, and Jehovah Jireh, their provider. And even in this, you've provided them listening to someone's test, my testimony, that is like, God, do it again. What you've done for me, you'll do for them. Thank you so much, God, for this time with my listeners and with the Holy Spirit, and with you, and just that heaven would invade every space that they're in right now. Holy Spirit, drop in the room. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, if you want to repeat after me, Holy Spirit, I give you permission, full permission. You have my full permission. You give my full permission to transform me in Jesus' name.